Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. All right, welcome back. We are here talking about Taylor Swift and business lessons from her again with my friend Emily Bruner. Emily, welcome back. Hey, John. Thank you for having me here. I love talking about business and Taylor Swift, and it's great to do that with you here today. Absolutely. Well, I know that we want to talk about today having a trusted team and when you have a team like showing appreciation for them and being generous towards them and and generosity, honestly, of all the things that stick out to me about Taylor Swift sticks out the most. And I'll let you kind of jump into it, but like all the things she does for people on her team. And I'd love to hear from you too. Like when you're, you know, it must be incredibly hard for her to trust people because you're like one of the most famous people in the world. So I would love to hear from you, like how she builds a team, how she builds trust with them. And then of course, we'll get into the generosity and how she took care of people on her team, her truck drivers. I see even on like some of the TikTok videos and social media, her like talking about her dancers and how amazing they are. A few weeks ago, me and my wife, we were in like the Taylor mood and like we put on one of the Netflix movies that they had. And she was like highlighting the dancers and like she doesn't have to do that. But it's about like showing, you know, appreciation of her team and respect for them. So, yeah, let's get into it. All right. Yeah. I think one thing that maybe was to Taylor's advantage is that she got started in this business when she was still a minor. You know, she was like a teenager when mm-hmm. when she started uh, getting record deals and And because of that, I can imagine that she put a lot of trust in the guidance of her parents, her mother and her father, because, you know, as a as like a a teenager, as as a child, like. Though, you know, your parents, your mom and your dad, those are the two adults in most cases um, who you know that you can trust and and rely on. And and in in Taylor's case, she was very fortunate that 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 was true. She could rely on them. And 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 so as as her career got going and she needed a team around her, it started with with her family. And you know what? She has uh, kept it that way as well. I mean, since then, she's added on other people to her her uh, her close close knit team. Uh, it's called Thirteen Management. That's that's her her team that that helps her what you know make decisions and and implement things. But um, along there, at the very top of that management, are still her mother and her father, as well as her brother. Uh, so she you know she really kept it close. And the rest of her team, there's not that many other people on it. Um, I, I don't know the the exact number of people, but but it's a small, close knit group. And and there's actually uh, a documentary that Taylor produced about about herself called Miss Americana. And and if you want to watch that, it's really interesting and and great to watch. Um, you know, you'll see some some bits where she's like talking with her team, and they're trying to decide. You know, like is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? Um, but but keeping her team small. And keeping it to a trusted group, people that she knows that she can trust, I think has been a, a key, a key part of her success. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things too is, I mean, I know I saw clips of that, like you know, and we talked about it briefly on the first episode that we did. Like she is willing to like stand up. She just will stand up. Um, even you know, she was in a part of it crying and saying, Dad, I cannot. And he, of course, is worried about what people will say, her safety, those kinds of things. 
how does she kind of decide who comes into that circle? Obviously, keep it small helps, but even like family can get ruined by like the I mean, the kind of millions and billions going around because of she's she's like basically a, a Taylor Swift is not just a person. It's like an empire of like what she's built. And it's so impressive. But like, how do you even I mean, obviously, our businesses are much smaller, much more like we're not talking millions. We're talking sometimes hundreds or thousands, you know, or hundreds of thousands like how do you even decide, hey, who do I trust to make decisions for me and my business and my brand? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't I don't really know how she's brought people in. I'm not sure exactly where those relationships started, aside from, you know, definitely the ones that started with her family. Mm-hmm. But I think for sure, keeping the group small, you know, not not letting it get too big is a big part of that, you know, and and having strong beliefs um, and trusting yourself and knowing what you believe, like the things that you think are important in life um, that, that definitely helps, helps make sure that, that you surround yourself with people who share similar goals, you know, and that share similar values. That's important when, when you're working, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of ethics that come into play with all sorts of businesses. And you want to make sure that the people you're surrounding yourself with are on the same page as you. Yeah. And I, you know, I even think I don't know how much he's involved, like maybe probably not business decisions, but I know she often when when me and my now I've never shared this story before. But when me and my wife uh, were dating and I was in Pittsburgh for a while working, you know, she sent me 1989 that had just come out because she did. We were going to see each other. She did like 12 days of Christmas. That was like the first I had known of Taylor Swift before, but that was the first album that really made me like get into her music a lot. And she talks a lot on there about she did voice memos on the deluxe edition about she actually showed you, which was pretty cool, how she started. She goes, you know, she's like, hey, this is another way I record songs and it's a voice memo or something. But she mentions a lot like Jack Antonoff, who's like she's very close friends with. She writes music with Jack. He writes some of her music. Um, And I think it's hey, it is, you know, having people that you trust, obviously, like Jack's been friends for years is is, uh, I believe, the lead singer of the band Bleachers. But they've been friends and you just I think it's so funny that you say this all, too, because I think in real estate and business, we often are like, oh, we need to network, get a billion people in our circle. Well, I think one of the lessons here is actually maybe you don't need a billion people in your circle. Maybe you need to be cautious about who you're letting in your circle. I I think I think it is important to be cautious. Um, Yeah, I mean, the world's a big place. And unfortunately, there are people out there who will try to take advantage of situations and other people. And, uh, you know, by knowing yourself and and just not getting too caught up in in emotions, just trying to take like a, a step back sometime and and just say, hey, you know, like this person I just met, what what's my feeling about them? Do I do I feel like I can trust them? I mean, trust is everything, isn't it? Uh, it's it's so important. And and you mentioned those those voice memos um, on 1989. Th- those are so interesting to listen mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's clear that she definitely, definitely trusts Jack and that he he's an important part of all of her music making. You know, th- together they are are creating the the music underneath the ideas she's coming up with. And, and it's so, so interesting to get a glimpse into that and to, to how they work together. And it's a good, it's a good example for us. Absolutely. Well, let's shift a little bit. We talked about the trusted team. She also shows a ton, a ton of generosity 
to her team, highlighting the dancers. And we know, and, and maybe you don't. So let's keep kind of even talk about for the audience listening to this, like what she does for her team, what she did for the truck drivers recently and the bonus. Cause I think that just shows a lot about her heart and her character. Oh yes. And, and this is really like an unheard of kind of thing in, in the, uh, the concert world in this industry mm-hmm. at the end of the, uh, the United States leg, the first United States leg of the tour, Taylor's dad presented each of Taylor's truck drivers with a handwritten note and a check, a bonus check from Taylor um, to each of them for a hundred thousand dollars. Um, she gave wow. each of her truck drivers a bonus of a hundred thousand dollars. And if you've if you've gone to one of the concerts, you will see, or if you're going to one of them, you will see all the trucks. There's so many of them just lined up around the stadium. Yeah, um, this isn't like three trucks, guys. No, this is not like three trucks. I, yeah, I think it's like fifty. You know, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot of trucks, and they're they're like beautiful, sparkling, like chrome beautiful trucks i just um, googled it so i don't know how much we trust google but I, I i said how many trucks does she have the tour is so large that taylor hired a fleet of around 90 trucks that exclusively haul equipment for the shows <laughs> yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot and she recognized and appreciates that each one of those truck drivers is an important part of her show she recognized and appreciated that they were sacrificing, you know, to be a part of creating this with her, that the sacrifice, you know, is being away from their families for so long and, and being on the road. And uh, and she wanted to reward them in in like a meaningful way. Uh, you know, a hundred thousand dollar bonus is meaningful. Yeah, it, it, that you know, that that's significant. And, um, you know, sure, like Taylor can afford it. She's got lots and lots of money. but. That's not like it's beyond that, you know, it, it's still a big dollar sum. And a lot of artists don't do things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if and it wouldn't have been news if everyone did it. Right. 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 Uh, like everyone has everyone in this industry, like Beyonce. And I'm not criticizing any like, but it's everyone has millions of dollars. But I did the math. Right. That's nine million dollars that she just handed out. And I think what what I find interesting there, Emily, is, yes, the hundred thousand dollar meant something. But I bet that those truck drivers, yes, the 100,000 meant a lot to them, right? That's probably a year's salary, right? In just one check. But that handwritten note for her, one of the busiest people, most incredible artists and like business people in the world to sit down, even if it took 30 seconds to write, hey, Mark, whatever the truck driver's names are, thanks so much for being a part of this. I appreciate you. Thanks so much. Even a handwritten note, you didn't have to do that she could have had her team do it or her dad or her Mm -hmm. to be willing to do that again what we talked on about one of the other episodes what do you what can you do for one how can you do it for many and i think of course we we've talked about the shows she can't make personal one-on-one connections with sixty thousand people at every show right next year she's playing in london i think it's six or seven in the same stadium and they're just i was watching football on sunday and they were shocked at like no artist does this. No artist can do this. She'll sell out every single one. How do you still connect with people, serve them, and really care genuinely? Right. It's. It, I mean, it all starts with the caring, don't you think? A thousand percent. Yeah. And people see through that. If you're Taylor Swift making billions of dollars a year and you're you're fake and not authentic, right? I mean, I even think 
the care she has for people. So I, I know one of the concerts is at a three hour rain delay, right? She mm-hmm. could have been like, nope, this doesn't work. We'll cancel. We'll come back. I'm so sorry. No, she went out there pouring rain and sang her heart out for three hours. And so like that stuff, people did, you know, it stank that it rained for that long, but people really connected with her and were so appreciative. So I think these are always, Emily, like how do we all in our businesses have a trusted team, right? I love what you said. Same goals, same values, a small team, right? We think about, you know, her mom, dad, and brother. We think about her relationship with Jack, like, you know, who are you letting in your inner circle, I think is all big. And and then from there, how are you caring about and serving anyone, your clients, your family, whoever is involved in the business? Like for those realtors listening, like, do you appreciate your spouse because they're at home with the kids and you're out hustling? Do you appreciate your kids for, hey, sorry, dad had a long day, but I appreciate you so much, right? Showing appreciation, even small gestures can really change people. Isn't that right? right? Yes, yes. You know, and in thinking about that that rain show, um, I'm the one I'm thinking of is was in uh, Boston, um, where yeah, I was in I was in Boston that weekend, and it was it was like a miserable day, like pouring rain. It was I think early June, so it wasn't even it was like cool outside, kind of cold. And she was so generous to to like give her entire performance. I mean, not not just like go through the motions of the performance. But to actually, you know, be out there in those miserable conditions, along with every single person in the stadium, I think it was her. It was either her guitarist or her bassist. You know, they they put up posted on Instagram after that concert. Like by all accounts, this should have been a miserable experience for everyone, but it wasn't. Like Taylor, like she brought it. She like inspired us all to to embrace it. And, uh, and, and I think that's just as generous as, you know, giving those big bonuses, the, the fact that even in miserable conditions, she brought her 1000% energy it is incredible. And, and that's something that, you know, we can all do when, when we're in a difficult situation, when we're feeling a little grumpy, like we can still stop and think about the people we're serving and still care about them and, and, and still bring whatever we're bringing to them a hundred percent, even if the, the situation's not ideal. Well, and, and now I thought about, look, this is how it goes. I, I just thought about this as you said that, like in real estate, there's so many things that go wrong that are frustrating, right? You you guys moved a few months ago, like, right? There's realtors that like do not go, do a good job. and But like, hey, or, or there's realtors that just inspections come up, appraisals, this, things that like could blow up a deal. Hey, are you kind of remaining cool, calm and collected? Are you like seeking to still serve your clients, do what's best for them? Maybe like, you know, to use the analogy, right? Like, are you going to like stand up and shine and like show up in the rain? Or are you going to like mope and like not come on stage kind of deal? Like, right, well, right. That, that's a choice. And yeah, you're totally the leader. You know, like like when you're when you're a realtor helping somebody purchase a, a home in that that really complicated, scary, important business transaction, you are a leader. And uh, and showing up to lead is is so important, and that's that's why your clients love you because you're there, like leading them and helping them and supporting them. It's important. So important. Well, this is Emily. This has been so fun. Thank you, thank you, uh, just for what you're doing uh, in your business, and thanks for coming on and sharing this with us for, for for a few episodes, guys. Make sure you check her out. 
concertcountdowns.net. But Emily, I'm so excited for you and what you're building and just appreciate you sharing some business lessons with us. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you. This was fun. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode.